0: Chapter six of the story of Peter Pan by j m Barry. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Chapter six home sweet home. But at home in the darling household all this time there was deep sorrow. Mr. Darling, as a punishment to himself for taking their guardian Nana away, had vowed that he would live in the kennel till the children's return. For months now he had lived in it, and had been carried to business in it every morning, much to the disgust of the prim little housemaid Liza. Mr. Darling had become quite a celebrity, and great ladies, leaders of society, found him so interesting and touching that they all cried out as he passed by, Oh, do come to dinner at our house, do come in the kennel. All the newspapers had asked him to write the cricket and football news for them, and his picture-postcards were to be seen in every shop window. But it happened one evening, when he returned from business, carried as usual in the kennel. He was taken up to the now desolate nursery, where Mrs. Darling spent most of her time mourning for her lost children, while the faithful Nana tried in vain to cheer her up. George george i believe you are beginning to like that kennel she said reproachfully as he crawled out he denied the charge however and tried to comfort mrs darling who never for one moment forgot the little empty beds and the silence and cheerlessness of the nursery then he left her and sitting down by the fire mrs darling was alone with her sad thoughts scarcely however had she closed her eyes when three little figures flew in at the window and nestled cosily in their beds. Then, softly, Wendy called to her mother. But when Mrs. Darling looked round, she simply couldn't believe that the children were really there. So many times before she had dreamt of their return, that it was not till they were all three crowded round her that she realized that they had indeed come home oh what joy to feel once more those dear faces cool and fresh from the flight through the night air pressed against hers hot with tears to hear once more the sound of those sweet voices as they all talked at once at last when she was a little calm wendy began telling her about peter pan and the lost boys who with peter pan himself were all waiting outside Directly Mrs. Darling saw them, and heard that they had no mothers, she instantly adopted them all. Though the house would be rather crowded, she could easily put up extra beds in the drawing-room, she said, and with the screen on her at-home days, all could be comfortably managed. The only difficulty lay with Peter. Much as at first sight he loved Mrs. Darling, much as he loved Wendy, he couldn't consent to grow up, so at last it was arranged that he should fly back alone to the Never-Never-Never Land, and that once a year Mrs. Darling would allow Wendy to go and stay with him for a whole week to do his spring cleaning. THE TREETOPS High in the treetops of the Never-Never-Never Land Tinker Bell placed the little house that was built for Wendy. The treetops are soft as velvet and in the evening at twilight are all bejeweled with a tiny mauve and white and blue lights. The mauve ones are boy fairies, the white girl fairies, and the blue lights are darling little sillies, who are not quite sure what they are. And the still air is filled with the singing of birds and the ringing of hundreds of little fairy bells. But the sweetest sound of all is the fluting of Peter Pan's pipe, As he sits outside the little house and calls to the spring to make haste, because with the spring comes windy The End End of Chapter six End of the Story of Peter Pan by J M Barry read by Phil Shinaver Baton Rouge, Louisiana may twenty twelve